All right, team. It's been a rough one. It's the uh, Black Flag Playbook. I am Bradley Sauce here, joined by just Mason Dunn for now. Reagan's finishing up one of his virtual NASCAR races, and uh, he'll be joining us shortly, I assume. Anyways, uh, like I mentioned, this is the Black Flag Playbook, and uh, things have gone from bad to worse for everyone except for Reagan. Reagan was positive last week. Uh, last week, I went minus 380 for a new total of minus $980 on the season. Reagan went plus 230 for the week to uh, to bring him to a new total of $670, uh, also in the red total for the season. And uh, Mason went minus 1,000 for the week and uh, now has a minus 1,525 total, which is very uncommon, uh, not to you know toot our own horn or anything, but last year we were always in the green, so not really used to what's going on now. Um, with uh, just constant shit happening. Uh, it seems like every single week there's got to be something. Uh, you know, Christian Eckes goes out there, dominates, wins stage one, and then uh, no breaks, ends up just, I don't know, uh, in the garage. After the end of stage one, picking up that win, so that was a tough one. We all were kind of riding with him. And then uh, you had a, a guy's roof fly off. That was a new one as well. Um, and then, you know, Riley Herbst runs out of gas, running second, and uh had him for a top three i think we all had him uh in some sort of fashion so just a tough week overall and uh i will say so uh i had a late a late edition of joey logano on my instagram story i also had brad keselowski at some point um for uh, a top three and there is nothing more nerve-wracking uh if you listen to the black flag podcast i said this but nothing more nerve-wracking than having your whole week rely on austin Cindric. Um, and that's what it came down to for me. I had him for a top five. He finished fourth. He was really fast all day. So thank God for that one or else it would have been a really, really even worse weekend. Um, I'm just starting to eat again. If you do listen to the black flag podcast, I'm sure that you do. Uh, I did just crack a beer. It is not one of the maple ones. Cause I don't think I can stomach it, uh, ever again. So, uh, tough scene here in, uh, for the playbook guys as, uh, we're all kind of famining. And we're going to try to see if we can't do it again. We're going to see if we can't pick some winners. Uh, you know, this is this is a weird, weird place to be. Uh, can't, you know, there's only one way to go and it's up, I guess. And we're going to start with some truck series bets. And uh, there's nothing better than, you know, logging in and seeing what the odds look like and seeing that Kyle Busch is in the field. And by God, he is minus 110. And uh, I will tell you. Did plan on taking Kyle Busch, and then I saw his odds were minus. And uh, for a winner's pick, I think that you just probably shouldn't be doing that. So um, anyways, just in time, we're going to start talking about trucks. Reagan is here, uh, although his video does look like a little bit of a potato currently. I'm sure that will get better. Um, but uh, yeah, like I mentioned, truck series, truck series at Vegas. Uh, Chris Rebell is going to be running a truck. He's going to be running the one truck, Kyle Busch in the seven, like I mentioned. Connor Mozak in the 45, Brandon, or uh, sorry, Connor Jones in the 66, and Zane Smith in the 91. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> last last race out, Kyle Busch picked up the win over Ty Majeski, Corey Heim, uh, Tanner Gray, I believe, and uh, Nick Sanchez. And last year in this race uh, at Vegas, Kyle Busch picked up the win over Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, Corey Heim, and Ty Majeski. Uh, average was it yeah, it's just kind of a toss-up between those two i feel like neither of them are uh are super good but uh 
they're it's weird because they're either 17th or they're like battling for the win um but it, it seems like they kind of flip-flop which one of them is doing what so uh, average running position in the race last year at vegas kyle bush average running position of four zane smith and ben rhodes five carson hosevar seven time Majeski, christian eckes eight Corey heim nine chase purdy ten and laps led last year in the race. Kyle Busch led 84. Carson Hosevar 19. Zane Smith and Nick Sanchez, 8. Kaz Grala and Daniel Dye, 5. Grant Enfinger, 3. And Ben Rhodes, 2. Uh, fastest laps in the race last year. Also, Kyle, Kyle Busch had 30. Zane Smith, 15. Uh, Ty Majeski, 13. And Ben Rhodes, 8. Uh, let's see. In the Masons metric top 10, Corey Heim is the overwhelming favorite at a 4.0. And then it's Ty Majeski at a 6.56. Matt Crafton at a 12.75. Uh, Dean Thompson at a 13.17. Tyler Ankrum at a 13.22. Chase Purdy at a 13.51. Connor Mozak at a 14.05. Jake Garcia at a 14.11. Ty Dillon at a 14.31 and Nick Sanchez at a 14.62. Uh, and the last three winners out at Vegas in the trucks, Christian Eck has picked up uh, the win in 2021. Uh, Chandler Smith, 2022. Kyle Busch, like we mentioned, 2023. And yeah, that, that, that would be all that she wrote. Uh, I have in my notes that uh, Kyle Busch is good. That's all I have. Brandon, what do you think? Is, is that just bouncing back this week? Um, I don't know if he bounces back for a win. I'd say probably a top five run. But uh, I'm I'm full locked in on Kyle Busch this weekend. Plus 100 on DraftKings, even money. Just I, I can't see myself betting against him in a truck race anymore. Yeah, uh, I had that same exact thought. I was going to go with him, assuming that it was going to be about uh, plus 150. I think it opened a little bit higher than plus 120 and uh, probably should have jumped on it because it is now down to minus 110. And uh, yeah, I, I just can't I can't fathom going to pick a truck winner. I mean, Kyle would be the guy, but uh, I can't imagine picking a truck winner at minus 110. Um, Unless you think... I was like, well, maybe the one truck's had some good performances this year. It, it had crap drivers. It had Tony and um, oh, who drove it last week? Somebody that wasn't great. Somebody not even good enough to be on the notable. So that shows you where that truck's been stuck with. Um, but that said, that team does have good finishes. So maybe Bell could get them over the hump and get them competitive. But I think for me, I'm going to skip a winner this week in the truck race because I would pick Kyle. And I, I, it just feels like a trap every time I pick Kyle. Even though I want him to win, I think he will win. If I wasn't picking him, I'd pick Heim. But I'm going to pick 
for a top three. Oof. I'm going to pick Corey Hyman plus 210. Is every time I think he's going to win and beat Kyle Bush, he finishes third. Shout out to my side, my side pick, Taylor Gray, for a top three at plus 1700. I feel like that's possible, but not what I'm going to go with official. You know, playing conservative uh, definitely didn't help me last week. Um, we're going to try to do it again. Going to go with Corey Heim for a top three. Going to be, uh, I think that uh, if anyone is going to be a contender out of the actual Truck Series roster, I think it's going to be Corey Heim. Uh, I do think Christian Eckes will be pretty good as well, but it, it you can't just have the same guy in your bet slip every week, you know? Um, I feel good about Christian Eckes. I think there's going to be a lot of times betting on him this year. Um, and maybe he'll be the fastest of the, uh, the the regular truck guys. But I do think that um, I would be fading Christopher Bell just specifically because he hasn't run in the trucks. I don't think he ran last year. And that one truck is not necessarily proven. I guess it was pretty decent last year with the cast of characters they had in it. But um, I just I don't I wouldn't trust the guy just jumping into the truck series to go out there and really put on a show. So, uh, I would, I would think that the top three might be Kyle Busch, Corey Heim and Christian Eckes. So uh, I think both of those play, but I'm going to go with Corey Heim. Top three is my first truck pick. I am going to move on to a top five. No top threes for me this week. I'm going to take a truck. That's been a truck at this track. No, I am going to take Lane Riggs for a top five at plus 400. Solid rear post DQ. Hmm. Also, a valid all those had root problems, and he was the only DQ. Uh, I think we'll still be all right. Oh, Roof could be solid. Roof is going to be solid this week. Uh, my uh, my top five is not really off the board. I'm going to go with Nick Sanchez top five. He's plus 160 on uh, Caesars as well. Uh, I think that Nick Sanchez at plus money for a top five is a is a really solid bet because he's just been uh, – I remember watching him, especially that race that um, he ended up losing and uh, Carson Josevar ended up winning at Texas last year. Nick has been really fast on mile and a half. And looking at the fastest laps throughout the race, I, I think he only – he actually was swapping the lead with Kyle Busch last year, uh, and then he was involved in a wreck. And – uh, I think that when I was looking, I think he might've had like four or five fastest laps and he was only out there for 30 or 40 laps, I think, um, before he ended up stuffing it. But, uh, so yeah, I think Nick Sanchez will be fast and, uh, I like him at plus money plus one Oh six for, or what, sorry, plus one sixty for a top five. I'll go with the guy we asked, we asked questions about the start of the segment. Um, top five, I was thinking Zane Smith. And and one of the the teammate truck who I'm picking, but give me Mr. Eckes plus one twenty for a top five. And let me eat some food on Saturday. I like it, man. Really, just trying to eat here. So Corey Heim top three for me plus two ten. Nick Sanchez top five plus one sixty. It's all she wrote. I, I am gonna go a third. I'm gonna go off the reservation here. Group A on Caesars. What's my whistle? I talked about him a minute ago as a potential top three pick, but I like him in this group. Give me Taylor Gray to beat Purdy, Dylan, Ruth, Curry, and Friesen at plus 400. 
for for my risky pick. I like it. I like it, and I have Kyle Busch to win at plus a hundred on DraftKings even money, and Wayne Riggs for a top five at plus four hundred. Solid, solid. So let's move on to the Xfinity series. Uh, let me pull up the notes first. That would probably help if I wasn't such a fucking idiot. Uh, notables at the Vegas Xfinity Series race. The 19 is going to be Eric Almarola. 26 is going to be Corey Heim. And the 20 is going to be uh, Ryan Blanchard. It's going to be John Hunter Nemechek. But uh, Mason always puts Blanchard because he spots for him. Rather right Blanchard. <laughs> yeah, Mason has a gripe out for John Hunter Nemechek so far this year, so that makes sense. Uh, last race out. Austin Hill fucking picked up the win over Chandler Smith, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, Sheldon Creed, and Parker Retzlaff. Um, so talking about Spencer Van Gisbergen, right? So we, we he was in the Masons metric last week, and I clowned all over it, right? He was third. And Mason comes on, and before we started recording, he was like, "Man, I really missed the uh, really missed betting on uh, SVG last week." And you know, I wonder what that would have paid for a top three, buddy. He fucking only got a top three because everyone else ran out of gas. <laughs> you play to win the game. They don't ask how; they ask how many. You sh- I should have trusted the metric. I built it for a reason, and I didn't even trust my own creation. Hey, so you're know. saying D- Dean Thompson's going to win tomorrow night? I mean, look, the way the truck series has been this year, we might be coming off a turn four at the finish, and Kyle Busch's splitter falls off and, and flattens somebody's tire as their roof flies off and goes through somebody's windshield. And that's you know, Thompson is the only one 18 laps down that can finish the race. That would be that would be something. I would I would not mind seeing that honestly. I like a little Cinderella story and I like like mayhem sometimes. Uh just not when I'm at the race. Truck race at Daytona was a joke. Um last year in this race, Austin Hill picked up the win over Justin Allgaier, Chandler Smith, Kyle Bush, and Josh Berry. Average running position in the race, Chandler Smith had a two. Austin Hill had a three. Justin Allgaier a five. Kyle Bush a six. John Ernemachek, Sam Mayer, and Riley Herbst seven. Daniel Hemrick, 9. Josh Berry, 10. Laps led in the race. Chandler Smith had 118 laps led. John Hunter Nemechek, 45. Austin Hill, 19. Justin Allgaier, 10. Kyle Busch, 4. Josh Berry, 2. Sam Mayer and Anthony Alfredo, both 1. Uh, and in the fall, the top 5 was Riley Herbst, John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, Cole Custer, Chandler Smith, and Sam Mayer. Um, let's see. Mason's metric top 10, Austin Hill comes in at number one with a 2.69. Chandler Smith has a 6.48. Shane Van Gisbergen has a, uh, 8.70. Sammy Smith has a 9.79. Sheldon create a 10.26. Jesse Love, a 10.70. AJ Allmendinger, a 10.97. Riley Herbst, a 11.32, Sam Mayer, 12.09, and Eric Almarola, 13.25. Uh, let's see. Um, I also had, uh, jotted down in my notes, I had uh, top 10 in both races last year. Riley Herbst, Austin Hill, Sam Mayer, Justin Allgaier, Chandler Smith, John Hunter Nemechek, and uh, I believe Daniel Hemrick also 
was in the top 10. And the best average finish over the last three years, Chandler Smith, 3.5, Justin Allgaier, 5.3, Cole Custer, 7.5, John Hunter Nemechek, a 9 flat, and Brandon Jones, 9.5. Fellas, how do we feel about the Riley Herbst and Friends Invitational going on on Saturday? Uh, feeling pretty good about it. Feeling po- about plus 800 good on the Riley Herbs win. Big country coming for that ass. Big country. I, I do not see Austin Hill going three for three to start the year off. Last year, he kind of lucked out into that win. If I remember last right. Week, Ch- he- yeah, last week, too, he also lucked into that win. <laughs> But uh, last year, Chandler Smith kind of gave that race away at the very end, if I remember it right. And yeah, yeah, probably should have won that. Uh, I can tell you again that I am not Chandler. I like Chandler for this week. I I like Chandler too. I'm I'm gonna be taking Riley Herbst though for a top three because I'm gonna keep taking it until it fucking hits, and it's plus three hundred this week on Caesars, so I don't hate that one at all. Uh, that if that just hits, it'll cover all the rest of my Xfinity series bets because I'm taking Chandler Smith for a top five plus 120. Not great odds. Also would cover the Riley Herbst bet um, if that doesn't hit. But yeah, uh, I think Chandler Smith's going to be a force. He was really good, dominant in a colleague car. And Kyle Busch was in a colleague car last year, was not dominant. Uh, I think those college cars were a little off compared to what a Joe Gibbs car is. So I think Chandler will be very, very good on Saturday. So I was I'm taking Chandler for a top three at plus three hundred. I do like that. I kind of started to rethink it when you pre-topped me with the top five, but I'm gonna go back to the Daytona well. Give me big country, big fathead, Austin Hill for the dub at plus nine hundred. It feels like a weekend where he shouldn't win. But it feels like it's gonna be another Jesse Love pole. Austin Hill fucks around. That's you know, five laps a day he's out by a straightaway. We're going back to Vegas here. We're going back to the off-road, to the desert, to the desert trucks, the home of Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst is winning this race. 100%. I I had to use the trucks reference from last week when or, yeah, it was last week when Brad kept referring to all the trucks as the Xfinity cars. Yeah, I I didn't realize. I didn't realize what Mason was fucking saying or laughing about until like after I got done, I was like, man, I caught a bit of a promo. I'm going to, I'm going to go post that video. And then I was listening to the video and I was like, I'm absolutely not fucking posting that. Cause I said that Riley Herbst drove a truck 45 fucking times. The commitment to the bit unintentionally was just fantastic. Yeah. I, I will, I will say, so Mason and I were discussing this earlier before Reagan jumped on and we started recording. I do have a bet that, I don't think anyone has actually taken on this show. It's not too far out, like out there, but I think that it might be a a bit of a glitch going on on Caesars right now. They have the over under car number set at 16 and a half. That gives you what Sam Mayer, Jesse Love, Justin Allgaier, Sammy Smith, and AJ Allmendinger. And that's about it. Josh Williams. Uh, Josh Williams. I like Josh Williams. Um, it, I it's like minus 120, but 
that seems like that's the lock of the century. I mean, that gives you John Hunter Nemechek. That gives you Riley Herbs. That gives you Chandler Smith. Uh, that gives you big country. The over 16 and a half is, is going to be uh, my pick for a Scott Fowler lock of the week. Like I said, minus 120. Not great, but I might put my fucking mortgage that I don't have on it, honestly. Uh, so that's my third. that's my third bet for the week. And uh, it should be a good safety net when uh, the other two don't hit. So I still go negative on Saturday. Yeah, we're not finding a, a, a bank-making lock of the week. That those just don't exist outside of uh, SVG of Chicago last year. But um, so I had two different schools of thought for my third pick. I, I have the matchup parlay that I like, but I don't know how Brad's going to fit that in a graphic. So I'll just give it here for everybody to tail and have fun with. If you take Jesse Love to beat Sam Mayer plus 100, Riley Herbst to beat A.J. Allmendinger plus minus 135, we all know that's happening, and Eric Almarola over Sammy Smith at minus 120, you combine those to a plus 538 parlay. I love that one. The only one I'm hesitant to fully trust is Eric, but the last time he was in an Xfinity car, he did stomp him at Sonoma. So, I mean, Sammy's not really been the Sammy that we I, I know and love this season. So it's uh, it could finish 7th and 8th and, and pay out. But my three top five guys that I love and I'm kind of just torn between, Shelton Creed is just, he's stuck. He's stuck in that 3rd to 5th place rut. Um, Van Dinsbergen at, at plus 350. Tallitars have been okay here as shown by Chandler last year. Shane had a decent run at Atlanta, mind you, a lot of the situational things about it. I think he started to get a grasp on ovals, and he, he learned that this week that um, Talladega Nice's documentary. <clears throat> but I think the one that I really like, and we talked about bid odds, driving that 26 car this week, getting the experience in the truck race, Tory Heim plus 750 for a top five, almost seems criminal. And far-fetched. The mediocre rise. And this car finished eighth with Jeffrey Earnhardt last week. Everyone else ran out of gas. Yeah, but the fact that Jeffrey Earnhardt made it to the finish, that was he was still on the lead lap. No, no, I'm I'm not I'm not knocking it. I just wanted to tail what Reagan was uh cooking up. I mean, yeah, it's fucking Scott Van Gisbergen finished third. So uh clowned all over that last week. And no, honestly, I, 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 I try. I've been trying to do this cool thing. So I'm on such a cold streak that any like night after night after night, I've been betting on hockey. And I, I'm, this is this is not really recent. It's actually like the last ten days. Um, I guess not the last couple, but all of last week before I jumped on this show and gave out losers. Um, I, I've been betting on hockey, right? And I'm like, oh, looking at the games. Not even my fucking favorite team. It's like, oh yeah, the, the Islanders and Red Wings. Who do I think's gonna win? Oh, I think the Red Wings are going to win. So it's like, all right, I'll bet on the Red Wings. And then the Islanders will win. And it's happened every goddamn night. So tonight, going into it, Bruins are playing the Golden Knights, right? And I don't watch Bruins games, and I just don't like the Bruins. But everyone that I know that's a Bruins fan has been bitching about it. So I'm like, you know what? I think the Bruins are going to win. I'm going to take the Golden Knights. So what do I do? Take the Golden Knights, Bruins win. I'm like, what the fuck? 
it, it, it's on such a cold streak that honestly, I, I don't feel right giving out picks. I think that they're not going to, they're like with, with my luck, it's going to be fucking Sam Mayer wins the race uh, on, on Sunday, but uh, I'm going to try to hope, hope that not, that doesn't happen. I guess um, uh, my, my Xfinity series final slate is Riley Herp's top three plus 300 uh, Chandler Smith, top five plus 120. And the winning car number over 16 and a half at minus 120. So I only gave out my winner so far. Oh, shit. So (laughs) for my top three bet, I'm going to take AJ Allmendinger. I know it's not a road course, so it's kind of weird for me to be picking him. But after Chandler Smith's run there last year in a calling car, AJ's back at home in Xfinity. I think he'll be really good. And the other thing that I was thinking about is down the road, like when Xfinity Series goes to road courses, what is SVG in the field going to do for AJ Allmendinger's odds? Oh, you for his odds? Like, is AJ Allmendinger's road course odds going to go up because SVG's in the field? It should, absolutely should. I, 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 yeah, I would, I would probably even take, I would take an AJ Allmendinger. I, I just, it's not that I don't like SVG. It's just that I just don't trust him. Uh, a road yeah, course is obviously did. a lot different, but AJ, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm talking down the road when they go to road courses. Josh or two years ago, so AJ's led in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He's been up front. Um, I was I was going to make a joke to Brad, take her away now, totally forgot. But I'm gonna um, for my top five, I will go with three plus two hundred. But I do like high. Oh man, I I uh, I really I really like uh, Sheldon Creed, uh, and I I really wanted to put him on my bet slip this week. I just don't know when the time's gonna come. He's like he's like that ticking time bomb. It's like he's, he might even go out there and lead every fucking lap this week. But it's I thought that that was gonna happen numerous times. That that also might happen. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the Cup Series. Well, and, and editorial note: I can't wait for a month from now to hammer the shit out of the Bubba Pollard to win at Richmond bet just for the shits and giggles. Oh, and I remembered my joke. Brad, if you don't feel confident in one pit, just place $10 bets on a thousand people to win. If, if you pitch half the field, you can't lose. Yeah, it's but you have, to put point, you have to put point two units on one and yeah. like a half a be unit on guy, this driver. Be that guy at the roulette table where there's a $5 minimum and he's got a dollar on 17 numbers. And then thirty on seventeen. I don't hate it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gave, I gave the other show a listen, um, and I gotta say, mm-hmm. I don't really understand what's going on. Um, but For that's fine. As yeah, far I, as pick wise, or like, well, just well, what no. So, about. and I don't mean to like they're informational, and they, it it helps out to have literally any sort of information coming towards you when you make gambling picks but i remember i tuned in when they first when they first became a thing and i was like all right like this is a gambling show like w- w- anything to do with nascar gambling i'm all in and i listened to it and almost immediately steve letart's like well i can't gamble but if i could i i would and i'm like well that's just it doesn't seem credible at all and then then they're like oh yeah i like this guy and 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 this guy over that guy and that team and i'm like jesus what how much fucking money do we have 
Um, but yeah, like uh, I did tune in. I, I've been running out of things to listen to because Pat McAfee's on a break, and I uh, I went to uh, go listen to, on on my drive home just to get like a, just kind of like poking through the thirty second ahead deal. And I listened long enough to hear one of them say that they were going to take three out of the four Hendrick cars for the win, and I'm like that. Who did they? What, what are we doing? Huh? Who, which one got left off? I honestly think it was Chase Elliott. That's what I think because the other three have all won there in the past years. I mean, I would only take two of the four, but uh, yeah, me too. I'll take a multiple though. Um, all right, so let's move on to the Cup Series. Notables: the 16s, Derek Krause. Who cares? Uh, last race, Daniel Suarez picked up the win over Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Austin Sindrick, and Bubba Wallace. Uh, last year in this race, Bill Byron picked up the win over Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace, and Christopher Bell. Average running position in the race, Byron and Larson both two, Chastain five, Bowman and Hamlin six, Truex seven, Wallace and Bell eight. Uh, laps led, Byron 176, Larson 63, Hamlin 10, Logano 9, Kozlowski 5, Truex and Reddick 3, and Bowman 2. In the fall, the top five was Kyle Larson over Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Brad Kozlowski, and Ross Chastain. In the Mason's metric top 10, Bubba Wallace, P1, 6.71 over Blaney, uh, who was in an 8.11, Suarez in an 8.23, Byron at a 9.42, Chastain at a 9.62, Sindrick at a 9.91, Kyle Busch at a 10.15, Truex at a 12.22, Busher at a 14.53, and Stenhouse at a 15.65. Yeah, I think we all have a... uh bunch of different notes so i i have a little my, my my one big one top 10 in both races last year uh william byron kyle larson christopher bell and martin truex jr and then the best average finish in the next gen car at vegas ross Chastain at a 15.5 kyle bush at a 16.0 william byron at a 16.5 or sorry at a 6.5 um truex at a 7.8 Reddick at a 9.0 and Larson at a 10.0. So, yeah. And I don't know what just happened with. It should be better except for that one. I'm trying to remember where. It might have been last spring. He had a bad finish. He finished 12. Oh, yeah. So he. he, Wait, what did you say? Did I say 15.5? Yeah. 5.5. I think that I, I think I just went right from your metric to um, also in the middle of it. Reagan, I think muted his mic and it, the echo completely went away, and I could hear myself oh. clearly. And it fucking absolutely just threw me for a loop. Going right from the metric, so yeah, let me do that again. Best average finish in the next gen at Vegas: Ross Chastain five point five, Kyle Busch six point zero, William Byron six point five, Truex seven point eight, Reddick nine point zero, Larson ten point zero. Uh, yeah, that just, that just threw me for a loop. My brain doesn't work on all those capacities. Um, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, uh, I also, uh, wanted to say that before, so going on uh, YouTube, watching some of the highlights, crunching the numbers, uh, looking a little bit everywhere on the internet, trying to find some nuggets. Uh, I, when the odds opened, I was all excited. I was like, Kyle Larson's going to open at like plus 800. 
Like, let's go. I'm excited to bet on Larson this week because I think he's going to go out there and win. And then he opened at plus 400, and I was like, Jesus, I don't know that I like Larson that much, um, which I think I've said that on every single uh, every single race so far this year. Uh, I got about someone, Austin Hill, Kyle Busch, someone, and uh, they've all won. So me saying that about Larson and not taking him to win, I would say hammer Kyle Larson. Uh, fading me seems to be paying off pretty well for anyone that's doing that. But, uh, yeah, I think that Larson and Byron are probably the two heavy favorites, and I think that they will also run pretty well in the race. So, um, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't really made up my mind on what I want to do for the race yet. But uh, anyone else Anyone else have a concrete winner they have in their mind? Give me Christopher Bell at plus 1,000. Ran top five the last two races there, both last year. Uh, the Toyota's have been really good at mile and a half. Take the take the little boost then. Get him and him to win and match Verstappen to win the Bahrain Grand Prix at plus thirteen hundred. That's the only way you're getting plus odds on Verstappen. I mean, he's, I can I don't see Max Verstappen losing an F one race. So do they do they race this weekend? I don't, I don't know when the race is. I just saw that they had the Oh, so if I if Christopher Bell wins, I have to wait like a month until an F1 race. I, I have no... I'd never never know when they're racing unless I'm just well, not able to sleep on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's, it's like 3 a.m. and you're going to bed from the bar and there just happens to be an F1 race on the TV. Yeah, like yesterday or... Uh, actually, no, the last two days... So there's train tracks right next to our apartment, and I was pretty sure that they were defunct and weren't able to be used ever again. And nice. I walk out, and there's a full-blown train. I thought, so you know when, like, a trash truck, like, picks up the trash, like, kind of, I don't know, gets back on the... I just assumed that they, like, let, like released the brake or some shit and just started rolling after picking up trash. But then I looked at my phone, I was like, oh, it's, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. That's kind of weird. So I thought nothing of it. And then like there was just this continuous engine noise. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? I walk outside. There's a train right next to me. And I'm like, how the fuck did that get there? Someone lost the train. Like, I mean, it's on train tracks, but the train tracks end like on each side of where they currently were. So I was like, did they just drop it in the middle of South Portland, Maine? And then I went down a little bit further and the train was pretty long. And I was like, I think that they might be in a, in a, I think they got lost, basically. I was going to say not in a parking spot. But uh, I get back from work. They're still out there. I go to bed last night. They're still out there. They, they did not move an inch. And it was just a constant, like, motor sound, I guess. I don't know how to describe it other than, like, compressing and decompressing. And, like, the train would, like, shut off and then fire back up. And it would just wake everyone in the condominium complex up, which was awesome. But, uh, anyways, back to uh, NASCAR. Um <laughs> so it's hard to go like i said against larson larson's been top five in each of the next gen races except for when bubba wrecked him and he was running fifth at the time um but bill byron uh he finished obviously won the race last year in the spring and he had the number one speed rating in the spring over kyle larson and alex bowman and Man, I love a Bill Byron win because Twitter goes crazy. They, they can't stand the tip for some reason. 
I, I need to I need to look at something real quick. I it so Christopher Bell's coming in at plus eight hundred on Caesars. So let me see. Let me just see. I gotta shop around for a second. Cause my plan here that I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit different course of action and I'm gonna go with I believe Bill Byron to win. But I'm going to take Kyle Larson for a top three. Yeah, so plus 900 for Bill Byron over on DraftKings. I'll take that. I'll take Bill Byron to win. And my top three will be Larson. He's 125 on DraftKings. He's plus 140 on Caesars. So give me give me Larson for a top three. And I'll take William Byron to win, actually, I sh- if if I feel that good about Larson, I think Larson's going to be good. Top three seems like a lock. Maybe we'll go real crazy and we'll just go Ross Chastain to win. Yeah. Hmm. See, see the thing that the, the problem I'm running into is that Toyota and Ford both have new cars. So, what's the shakeout process going to be for them? I mean, there is a practice session, but. Uh, who knows what are they going to do? They unload and they're just out to lunch. I mean, it's going to be, they're going to be up uphill the entire time. I think, um, I think Chevy should be the winning manufacturer. And I mean, the odds are plus plus one thirty. I, mean, I don't hate both that. Bowls, Chevy swept both races. Mm. I think a Toyota wins this weekend. I got my Christopher Bell pick. For my top three, I'm gonna take Bubba Wallace plus five fifty. I'm taking Logano to win because I know I'm gonna hate it. And just like last week, I said he's gonna be the top three or the bad, and he ended up in the bad. But this seems like one of those weeks where he's coming off, you know, wearing his baseball glove. He'll qualify tenth, and then somehow he'll be there at the end. And this will be a Pinsky win. He's won here, what, twice in the last four years? To make it three times. Give me him a plus 1,000. But I like Byron, too. Let, let that go on the record. I'm just, I don't know, it feels like a Logano weekend. Yeah. Um. So, so Ross Chastain's been top five in three of the four next-gen races. I'm going to bank on this race being a green-white checkered, and I think that Ross Chastain's aggressive enough to make it happen. So, yeah, give me give me Ross Chastain at plus 1,400 as the winner. That is on Caesars. And uh, I will take Kyle Larson for a top three at plus 140. Uh, and for a top five... Um, I'll take a Blaney top three at plus 340. We'll do it again. Don't miss about a little bit and finish third. Plus three forty is pretty good fucking odds on a guy like Ryan Blaney, who has been very fast. He was P three in the speed rating last year at Vegas. Uh, a guy that I think that we might be sleeping on, we haven't picked yet. Kyle Bush. He's finished between third and sixth in six of the last seven Vegas races. Might have to take him for a top five. Yeah, let me give me give me Kyle Bush plus one forty five. Nothing crazy, but give me Kyle Bush for a top five. Uh, that seems like pretty good odds. Six of the last seven, third to sixth. Can't wait to uh, ruin that whole deal for him by picking him this week. 
So I'm going all Chevy so far. I think we might have a Ford for a top 10 because there's a guy that I might be friends with that's criminally rated this year, this this weekend. I am uh, big on the Toyota train this week. So to keep that going, I'm going to take Ty Gibbs for a top five at plus 300. I consider taking him at for a top 10 at just plus 100 even money. But I don't know. I'm I'm big on the Toyotas this weekend. So what we were just talking about with top five got me thinking. And there's two groupings that I like on Caesars all to finish top five. Larson Bell Chastain at plus 1,200. Byron Blaney Wallace at plus 1,600. I think both of those should be – it'd be payers. Um, I don't know. I, so for top five, I've got three guys that I like with Chastain, Bush, and the aforementioned uh, Wallace. Uh, and that's why I was trying to think. I was, like, I was hoping there was one that was those three combined. But I listen, I'd only get one or one of them out of this. Um, I'll stick with Kyle. He's at home. He'll probably finish fourth, maybe even top three, but I'm going to take him in a top five, a plus 145 for the safe bet. And I already know where brad's going for with the top tackle yeah you got to play the hit sometimes you know um last year at charlotte i think uh i don't know that anyone remembers other than reagan and i i was there reagan had him top 10 pick was running sixth maybe and uh just fell back um I mean, he worked his way up to sixth, and then I think there was a late restart or some sort of restart in the third stage and fell back quite a bit. Uh, Ryan Priest fell back. Ryan Priest plus 700 is that's that's hefty for a top 10. Um, And I know that there's probably people out there that are like, Jesus, stop picking Ryan Priest, stop picking Noah Gregson, but. He's behind guys like Corey LaJoy. It's it's Vegas. He's behind guys like Corey LaJoy plus 450. Uh, even Noah plus four fifty, Ricky Stenhouse plus five fifty. He's behind Harrison Burton. He has just a little bit better odds than Daniel Hemrick. I mean, are we are we being fucking serious right now? John Hunter Nemechek plus three fifty, top ten. John Hunter Nemechek. John Hunter. If John Hunter Nemechek beats Ryan Priest this week, that when there's no yellow involved, I will donate the third nut that I have to the fucking Smithsonian. Like, what the fuck? There's no... I'm sorry, Blanche. He's not listening. But plus 350 compared to plus 700, uh, I will I will ride with Ryan Priest any day at odds like that. That is a make or break. That, that could make your whole weekend right there. And you just need him to finish in the top 10. And uh, I, I I like it. I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm hmm, debating taking five bets here because... So you, you all saw my three guys in the top ten. You see the note. And actually, Gradson is boosted to plus 550. I like him. I like Josh. Josh likes Vegas. He's shown it in the Xfinity series. Then both to finish in the top ten earlier was plus 3,000. I'm debating adding that to the slip. But I'm going to go with another friend indirectly because he works at the shop. And I think it's going to be a sleeper pit that no one's taken. It'd be Ricky House for a top 10 at plus 550. He'll squeak it in there. He'll finish 10th by like half a car length at the line. I mean, honestly, he might. 
he uh he seems to be just one of those guys that comes out of absolutely nowhere um uh, hopefully it's ryan priest this week but honestly it's if you look at the top 10 if 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 you just look at the results for a regular race, not at a fucking plate race, I mean, the top 10, there's a couple guys that are always sprinkled in that you're like, Jesus. And you probably could have got like plus 400 on any of them. I mean, like you'll see Daniel Suarez just finish like sixth one week at like fucking Gateway. And you're like, damn, like that's pretty good. And no one was thinking about picking him. And he uh, obviously ran that well. And the odds, it would have paid quite a bit. So I'm hoping the Priest is one of them guys this week. And uh, with any luck for my whole bet slip and uh, weekend, he is. So um, I don't know if Reagan has any more. But uh, my top, my my final results, uh, I got Ross Jastain to pick up the win at plus 1,400. Got Kyle Larson for a top three at plus 140. Uh, Kyle Busch for a top five at plus 145. And I got Ryan Priest for a top 10 at plus 700. So think about this. The Caesars has Josh and Noah combined for a both to finish top 10 prop. They are tied at plus 3,000 with Austin Dillon, Chase Briscoe. Weird combo. And they are worse odds than Nemechek and Hosevar. At plus 2,800, McDowell and Sendrick at plus 1,800, and Jones Suarez at plus 800. That's that, that feels like a moment to take advantage of the books right there. I don't I don't think they're sleeping on the SHR cars because of the the noise that's going on and everybody talking. I mean, Chase Briscoe is being damn near suicidal on Sunday and running top 10. Josh was sneaking up there into the top 10 before all the air got lifted off his car instantly. And that thing became an icicle. And I don't think Priest was that far out of the top 10 contention. I can't remember where he finished, but I don't remember him being too bad. So, and Noah got swept up in an early wreck. I think Noah would have been decent. You know, when I say Noah would have been a top 5 car, 8th to 12th, probably his wheelhouse on that race. <clears throat> I feel like everyone's just sleeping on SHR as an organization right now. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly hoping not just because that we have a couple friends in their uh, stable, but I'm hoping that they're able to turn it around because if if they just started running halfway decent on a regular basis, I mean NASCAR as a whole would be in a lot better shape. Just I mean, think of how good it is right now. I mean, going into the race weekend, there's we could each name 10 drivers right now and the 11th guy that we didn't pick could win the race. And I don't think that we really think that any of those SHR guys are going to win the race, but it should be like that. Um, and if it was, it'd be a lot better, a lot better of a product. I think um, a, lot, a lot more guys that show up to the race races each weekend that are able to pick up the win. So uh, not a plate race, obviously it's uh, just back to the mile and a half cookie cutter type of racetrack. So um I don't know that the uh, Stuart Haas guy is uh, is going to pick up the win this week, but I would I wouldn't mind seeing you know a little Ryan Priest in uh, victory lane. Reagan, you got anything else for us? Stuart Haas is a team. Nah, I have a uh, Christopher Bell to win plus a thousand. Bubba Wallace top three at plus five fifty. Ty Gibbs for a top five at plus three hundred. And I also had Ty Gibbs written down at the top ten for even money. If you don't like the first one. Because I feel like he's going to be running up front. Yeah, I, I actually love Ty Gibbs for a top 10 if it's at even money. Uh, I think that anyone out there, if, 
you're looking to just you know double your money up you're trying to turn 10 into 20 you're trying to turn 25 into 50 uh i would think i would think that ty gibbs top 10 is a pretty good bet and if he doesn't finish top five say he finishes seventh i'll still get my money back so mm. mm-hmm. that's what i'm sticking with for this week mason what do you got so i've got uh without it a win i don't know i just seem to prevail when i pick people i don't particularly care for uh, Blaney for a top three at plus 340. Kyle Bush for a top five at plus 145. And Ricky Stenhouse for a top 10 uh, plus five. Beautiful. Think that think that about covers it. Uh, yeah. What did you have for the uh, Scott Fowler Rock of the Week? It was during the Xfinity the series you had something. I think it was uh, over, yeah, over 16 and a half for the winner of the Xfinity series race. Uh, I think that that one, that's, that's a pretty solid bet. I, I think that if anyone out there has a hundred bucks that they're trying to lose bet a hundred bucks on that, and you should, should be having about $180 to play with on Sunday. Um, but anyways, the, don't, don't listen to me. I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, I can only give you some of the stats bet on Riley Herps too. That's a good one. Um, uh, hopefully he goes out there and dick stomps again and I can start eating again. But anyways, it's been a lot of, uh, a lot of stats and, uh, stuff thrown at everyone this week with, uh, the truck series. And con- I feel like the trucks aren't in competition this often, this early in the season, they must be going through a, a pretty solid break here shortly. Um, but, uh, this year, don't we? I think that's the problem. What was that? The Olympic break? Yeah. I think that's why the schedule was shuffled this season. Yeah, because typically no, they don't do the West Coast swing, if I think that's right. Well, they go they they go to Vegas, but they don't go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And they don't go to, well, Fontana doesn't exist anymore, but they didn't go there. Uh, but anyways, so this has been the Black Flag Playbook for Las Vegas, the first race at Vegas this year. And uh, I am Bradley Saucier, joined by Mason Dunn and Reagan Parent. And uh, we're going to hope to see you at Reagan's favorite spot, the cash counter on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, and yeah, with any luck, thank you for tailing us. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll turn this ship around at some point and uh, you're going to want to be on board. Tell we're us only going up. How we suck. No, only, only, we're only going up. There's only one way to go and it is up. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys all for listening and uh, happy betting.